We're on a mission from God. And now for something completely different. This is Pastor Jolly John Lekumski, um, from nowhere, really. <laughs> I'm just wandering around the country uh, in New Athens right now, actually in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, recording with my favorite buddy. And, and I do I do know where I'm at, John. You know so. where you're at? <laughs> okay. So you can usually find me at Ascension Lutheran Church in beautiful, picturesque South St. Louis. And uh, this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics. And, and everyone's been waiting. I've, I've been people asking me. I'm getting phone calls, emails. When is the big live nativity this oh, year? Oh, boy. Good. There's a buzz about oh, it. Yeah, Good. There is. Well, yeah. So what we're doing is, is part of our community in uh, St. South St. Louis, St. Louis Hills neighborhood. Yeah. Um, they, they celebrate Christmas big time. So the streets are renamed. Uh, we have Candy Cane Lane, Snowflake Street, <laughs> Angel Avenue. I mean, I'm not making this up. They really are so renamed does, does for Google the holidays. Know this? If I go to my Google, <laughs> is it going to know that it's Candy Cane Lane? That's if a I good put question. That in there? I don't know. Right. If the, I don't know if the Google is aware of that or okay. not, John. But well, this could be confusing. It could be, but but it it is uh, packed with people uh, every evening uh, looking at lights. So we thought, hey, as a congregation, let's do something too to be a part of the neighborhood. Uh, but let's do something distinctly it's Christian. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Mr. Rogers I have. movie? That's a great movie, but that's not I what we're talking about. Okay. Uh, yeah, back back to the live nativity. Uh, so we want to do something distinctly Christian for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing a live nativity. This is our fifth year doing it. Fifth annual live nativity. Gets bigger every year and hopefully better, too. Uh, December the 14th. So uh Put that on your that calendar. One week from today. That is a oh, Saturday. Okay, cool. Yeah, Saturday, uh, beginning at 5.30 to 9. We usually start at 5, yeah. but the animals are not available until 5.30. And, and what, animals, what animals are we having? This, well, this we, we have some sheep, some goats. We uh, have the camels coming back? We have, uh, last year we had not one, but two camels. Two camels. That's the big hit. Dromedary or, or with the other kind? <laughs> Tertiary. I don't know. Hump. That's all I know. <laughs> okay. Well, there's two kinds. There's dromedary and then there's bacterian. So do you don't know which it is? We're, we're it one be, or two humper? Well, well, that's it's just a one humper. So. All right. So that would be well, a, that the two humper is more expensive. That's a dromedarian. Just for your information. Oh, very good. The two humps are more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to spring for the second hump. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next year. Maybe next <laughs> year. We'll see. Money. We'll see. Okay. Uh, so we uh, we have our, our wise men there. Yeah. And, and pretty much they spend the whole evening just chasing around the camels. <laughs> uh, but, right. but they are asked questions. They interact with the crowd. And we need them to, to beef up on their camel trivia, I'm thinking. Well, that's right. I'll tell you what. <laughs> next week, we'll plug this again. And I'll tell you the difference between a bacterian and oh, a dromedary. So you guys will be ready for the, Good. the thing. And now, if people don't tune in for that next week, John, <laughs> I don't know else? what they'll 
opportunity. That's for. right. But here's the question. This is what people want to know. What are you doing? What part are you playing this year? Well, see, the, the first year I played a shepherd. I remember I that. that. Yeah. Uh, but but here's the problem. So when you're part of the the the, the crash that's seen of yes. of Jesus' birth, you you just sort of stand there. You're sort of just a prop, and it's it's kind of meditative, and people like come. Your, and, that sounds like your gig, right up my just alley. Right, there. just you stand. do that every Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. But the problem is then I'm I'm there as pastor, and I'm out there for an hour standing there as a shepherd, yeah. which, which is great. Uh, but it's kind of devotional for me, too, as I stand there yeah. and reflect on the, the birth of Christ. But then I see all these people that I want to talk oh, to. Sure. So there's you know there's someone who, uh, you know, a, a shut-in who really made a special trip out to see yeah. this. Or there's, hey, there's someone I haven't seen for a while in worship. Or there's, you know, whoever. Um, so I, I kind of mix and mingle now. Okay. So I wear my pastor collar. Oh, and, so you're uh, not a, any So people know I'm the character. pastor, and then I just walk around. So then here's the second question. Will you be there for the whole period, from 5.30 to the end? You bet. All right. The so, whole time. So come and say hi if you're a listener to Wrestling right. of the Basics. I'm, I'm excited. I'll be the guy dressed like a pastor. I'm excited. <laughs> so. I've got another, but we'll talk about it next week. i got another idea that maybe you and I can do next year. All right. Okay, but, but maybe not from what you said. Oh, no, I think it would still work. Anyway, so we'll talk about the camels and we'll talk about my idea for next year. But what again, what's the date? July? December. <laughs> December. <laughs> Christmas. It wouldn't be a bad idea. We could try it in July, Christmas, well, Christmas in July. July. Yeah. The animals are probably more available, I'm guessing, <laughs> in the middle of July. I get a discount. <laughs> we, get a discount. We, could, we could afford this second hump. That's great. <laughs> That's right. All right. No, so, December 14th, John. December 14th, 530 to seven, no, to nine. Now he got me Isn't messing. Is there up. anyone who knows what Christmas is all uh, about? I sure hope so. There we go. And <laughs> all right, now there's no time for foolishness. So here we go. We got to get into our subject because I got a really important subject. Last week we talked about traditions in Christmas. Tradition. Right? And we we said that that's fine. You can do traditions as long as you remember they don't make you better. They don't make you holier in the eyes of God. Yes. You said it perfectly. You're not holier if you do them, you're not holier if you don't do them, okay? They're just human traditions that they bring us together, like like what you're doing there, that's a tradition there, and that brings your congregation together. It's sure. an opportunity to educate you do that, so that's a good thing. But it, frankly, you're not going to be holier because you're dressed up like a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, we have real donkeys, John. <laughs> We're not going that cheap. We've got the real deal. Again, I got a great idea for for next year, but we'll do that Can't next wait. week. So, so the thing is, I'd like to talk about Christmas planning because did not this take a lot of plan? When did you start planning this thing, ordering the animals and all that? stuff? Oh my goodness! Well, it was back in July. Yeah, you're okay. talking about Christmas in July. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hey, get the volunteers lined up. Get the animals. That's that's the big one. And as we speak, as we're recording, there's people out there building the stable on our front lawn. So yeah, a lot of planning. And and I think for all of our listeners, Christmas involves a lot of planning. Uh, since Lynn and I are retired, we're really ahead of the game. We got most of our presents bought. We, we got our, if you don't believe, we got all our Christmas cards mailed out already. Wow. But but we did that because we have a new address and we thought, well, sure. we got to get them out. Next year, we'll probably get lazy again. <laughs> you know, <laughs> sometimes in, in, in January, we'll send out our Christmas cards. Uh, uh, but, but, do you think that's a sinful thing, that you're doing all this planning, all this organizing? Do you think that's a sinful thing? No, not in and of itself. I think if the, the planning is done, and now with the spirit of 
you know, relying on yourself, right, yeah. rather than God. That, that could be dangerous. But no, planning well, isn't a bad well, thing. So, so, but my question is, though, you're not really trusting God to take care of things, aren't you? Then you think you have to get all this organized, all this plan. You just don't trust God. You don't have enough faith in God that he gets squared away if you didn't do all this planning, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I would have put it exactly that way, John. <laughs> <laughs> But well, I can see where you're going with that. Well, and I'm bringing it up because actually, again, we've been talking about the, the way Christians have thought throughout the ages. We've been doing a lot of that the last few weeks. There was a time when a very, very famous Christian would have said, no, what you're doing is is not appropriate. It's not really very godly. And no holy. planning. Uh, you know good old St. Francis uh, Assisi, right? Sure. He's not Assisi. Uh, what is it? Uh, Assisi? Assisi, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah sir. Well, anyway, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. St. Francis of Assisi. St. Frank. Yeah, Frank. No, no, because they might get... It wasn't the donkey named Frank one year or something. No, that's another thing. <laughs> you can make this donkey. <laughs> well, the camel. The camel. Wasn't the camel Oh, Frank? yeah, the first year was yeah. Frank the camel. Yeah, yeah so that's old what People get confused. Yeah. It's not the camel. It's St. Francis Assisi. That's what it is, St. Francis yeah. Assisi. Yeah, that's us. He, he founded the Franciscan Order. Yes. Right? Uh, and he founded the Franciscan Order because he looked at the other monasteries around him and he thought, these people are too much involved in the world. They're too much involved in getting property and money. They're, they're too organized. That's what he thought. And he wanted to start a, a monastery that would be totally different than that. And, and at the heart of their uh, his book, his work, uh, the, the, the founding guideline of the Franciscan Franciscan monasteries, is they would not do any planning. Uh, in fact, I think we told this story a few weeks ago, and it's extreme. If you were a Franciscan monk... <laughs> yeah, I remember this. It was a good one. Yeah, you'd get up, and you'd spin around until you fell down, and whatever <laughs> way your head pointed, that is where you'd head out to, to do your ministry. Uh, and that was his concern, that when we plan, and you you alluded to that already, then we begin to kind of take responsibility. We begin to think it's our works, it's what we're doing. Yeah. What a successful uh, 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 Christmas thing we had this year. And of course, what we need to realize, and as you've probably learned already, you could have a snowstorm, and that might be the end of your little Christmas Oh my goodness, it, it, it's in God's hands, that's exactly right. Um, so, so again, I, I think he has a, a very, very good concern, although, you know what the irony is about the Francis? Monastery. What's that? <laughs> well, people love this idea. People love the idea that they weren't really out there for the money. They weren't trying to become powerful and have a lot of property. They wanted to keep small and, and just be concerned about serving people. And people thought this is this is the kind of monasticism we're looking for. And so they gave them all kinds of money and property and they became like every other <laughs> monastery. It <laughs> was good while it lasted. <laughs> yeah, so it was a good idea. But yeah, the temptations of the world overcome all of us, even as it at Christmas time. We're all wrestling with that. We don't want to be about the material things, but it's kind of hard not to be, isn't yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. So and it's a, you know, but even boy, there has to be some level of planning. Even spinning around like that—that's a plan, right? Well, yeah, spinning around yeah. to your dizzy—that's a plan. And uh, so there has to be some level of, of yeah, you, you just you got to live life. You got to have some kind of responsibility, right? Well, the, the thing we need to do is we need to distinguish between what, what we Lutherans, and again, like I said, we've come out of the closet. I hope I'm not offending anybody by saying Lutheran, but we have the kingdom of the left and the kingdom of the right. Now, now the kingdom of the right, that's God's kingdom. That's a kingdom of forgiveness and salvation and mercy and, and all of that stuff. And no, that that's just all the gift of God. We don't have to plan for that. We don't have to work for it. Uh, he's got that all established and done for us. But in the kingdom of the, the left, the kingdom of this world, well, yeah, you probably need to order the animals early. 
<laughs> so we're okay. The live nativity planning. It, Good. It, it's Good. okay. It's okay. Again, the same thing as we said in terms of, of uh, our traditions. There's nothing wrong with the planning until you begin to think that made you a little holier, a little better than those churches that forgot to order the animals, right? <laughs> and so right. they come begging to you and say, oh, could we have one of your animals, please? And you, like the wise virgin, says, I only got enough animals for me. <laughs> <laughs> Could we share a story, I think, that illustrates the danger, the danger in putting the focus on you and your planning? Love stories, John. Go All ahead. Right. What uh, do you got? It, it is found in the uh, book of uh, uh, Luke, Luke chapter 10. You want to read it? Sure. Verse 30. It's a, it's a to. great, it's a familiar story to everyone. Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he fell among robbers who stripped him and beat him and departed leaving him half dead. Now, number one, this proves that planning does not always work. Because what does this guy plan to do? Well, he's planning a trip. Yeah. Yeah, to go from Jerusalem down to Jericho. Yeah, but that didn't work out. And mm -mm. so so right now, I, I'm not telling you it's wrong to do planning. I, I agree with my, my buddy here, Matt. It's fine if you got to do your Christmas thing, start doing your planning. But please don't be frustrated if your plans don't work out, okay? Because your plans may not be God's plans. <laughs> That's the thing you got to realize. And here's the thing that strikes me as interesting. Your plans might be terrific, just because your plans don't work out means that your plans were bad or that they were sinful. It just means they weren't God's plans. You remember what, what King David wanted to do? What was the big project, David? Build the temple. Yeah. Did he get to do that? No. Not no. God's plan. No. Yeah, it wasn't God's plan. It was a good plan. In fact, his son would do it. All right. So number one, remember that if this Christmas your plans don't work out, that's okay. That's all right. Because it's not about your plans. It's about God's plans. And we have God's plans in this story. Keep yeah. on reading. And I Go hope ahead. that's a relief to our listeners, too. I mean, it's, it's really a burden lifted, isn't it? I mean, especially this time of year. I'm glad you're bringing that up. I and mean, we have so many plans for yeah. Christmas. We have these, you're like a Clark Griswold in Christmas vacation. <laughs> you have this ideal Christmas in mind. We're talking about plans. He's going to have the, the happiest Christmas that's ever. That's right. And then things just fall apart. A squirrel gets in your tree. A squirrel. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Who could plan for that's that? That's a good movie. Right. But but again, thank you. Yeah, exactly. So don't don't and it is a relief to know we can make our plans. They don't work out. That's okay. It's okay. All right, finish. All right. Go ahead. Go to the story. Now by chance a priest was going down that road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. So likewise, a Levite, when he came to the place where he saw him, passed by on the other side. Now now why do you think the priest and the Levite passed by on the other side? Well, uh, you know, they're busy guys, you know, these exactly. priests and Levites. They've got holier things to do. Uh, so priest, he's a priest, right? Uh, the Levite, he's of the priestly tribe yep. of, of Levite, so he's doing Levite-y things. It's Christmas. Levitical They've got things. religious stuff to yeah. do. they got to get those prayers written, <laughs> those sermons done. You know, that's right. But but see, that's the thing. That wasn't the plan God had for them. Boy, you've encountered that as a minister, haven't you? You get your Christmas plans all made, and then all of a sudden somebody gets hick, sick or somebody dies. Oh, and constantly. Sudden... And sometimes I'm the one that gets sick. So but, that's, that's true. Just, I know, you it's fall just, out of oh. a tree. Who knows? <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> All right. See, that's the problem. You put the focus on your plans. I got to do what I'm planning, and then you're going to walk by the guy that God wants you to serve and love and care for. All right. You know how the story ends. Finish it up, man. Right. But a Samaritan, as he journeyed, came to where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. Yeah. Yeah. 
And uh, what happens from there on? I mean, we stopped reading the text, but you, you know what happens. Oh, yeah, the Samaritan, yeah. the last person you'd expect, takes care of the man, uh, takes him to an inn, binds his wounds, and even gives the keeper extra money to, to keep the man there so he can heal up. So now, and, and this, did you see the light bulb go off? Because I had not pre-planned this. This just occurred to me. So he had plans, right? He took care of the guy. He gave him some money. There was nothing bad about planning for this mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. Uh, man's future. But on the other hand, when this guy all of a sudden showed up out of nowhere, he stopped his plans. He stopped his travel, his trip, and he went to serve and love that person. Yeah. So so people just just keep that in mind. Whether your plans work out or not, that that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. God's plan will work out. And, and and in the Christian life, I, I think Christianity is really about that. Whatever God puts in our path at that time and that place, that's what we need to devote ourselves to people and love and care. Okay? Sure. Uh, yeah. and, and, and Now, does that mean that we should just throw out all of our plans? Well, can I tell you a story that, that our dear vicar, Vicar Bittner, he's the guy that replaced me. Because uh, so he comes to me and he says, "Oh, Pastor, I, I had we've had two or three funerals, and man, I've got to get these sermons done and everything." Because he's he's a he's a different vicar. Uh, you actually vicared with me. Right? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I was your first vicar. Was that your yeah. first vicar? Yeah. Right. So this I, is so vicar two point oh. Yeah. Uh, um, but he's doing it himself because I'm retired. He, yes. He's what they call delayed yeah, vicar. Yeah. So he's got the frustrations of doing, you know, midweek services, Sunday services, all that stuff. And then he's got funerals and everything. And so I said to him, I said, welcome to the ministry. Yeah, you make your plans only to find out that they don't work out at all, but you find out that it all does work out. Somehow everything gets taken care of, even though it wasn't done the way you thought it should be done. And I said, so you got to remember that planning can actually be a sinful thing. And he said to me, and, and this is this is Vicar Bittner, this isn't me. He said, you know, but I'm so lazy, I need to have plans. If I don't have things scheduled, if I don't have things organized, if I don't have goals in front of me, yeah. he said, I, I'm, I'm a pretty lazy guy guy. You know, my flesh would just say, well, don't do anything then. And it occurred to me that that is why we need planning. And, and our, our, our the Lutheran confessions uh, use this word, and, and it comes right out of the Bible, which is usually what the Lutheran That's confessions good. do. Yeah. Yeah. It's called the mortification of the flesh. Have you ever heard that term before? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's in the catechism somewhere, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's not. It, can you read the passage? you know where the passage is that, that this whole mortification of the flesh comes out of? Is it from Colossians chapter 3? I don't know. <laughs> what does Colossians chapter 3 say, Matt? Okay, <laughs> Mortify See, we there. did some planning here. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, look at that. It's coming full circle. <laughs> we actually wrote this stuff out in advance. <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a rare thing, listeners. <laughs> this is actually printed out. Okay, Colossians chapter 3. Uh, Mortify, therefore, your members which are upon the earth, fornica- fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, uh, evil com- concupiscence, and covetousness, which are idolatry, for which things, uh, for which things, Take the wrath of God come. What version did you say? <laughs> well, I was going to ask you that when you got done reading. I was going to ask you, can you guess what version yeah, this yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, I'm guessing the good old King James. Okay. Yeah. For the sake of the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, in uh, the which ye also walked sometime when ye lived in them. Now ye also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not to one another 
seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds. So, so yes, you're absolutely right. It is the King James Version. And I'm sorry that I, I inflicted that upon you. But, but of course, the new translations don't Isn't use it the mortify. They don't have mortify. Gotcha. And that's just okay. a great, fantastic yeah, sure. word. I wish we could keep that in. Uh, and, and the whole part there is the old man. Yeah, it's, yeah, so Vicar Lyle, you're absolutely right. The old man will not understand God's love and compassion. The old man is inherently lazy. You cannot reform him. You cannot improve him. All you can do is discipline him. You can confine him to uh, uh, rules and regulations. Uh, but again, please understand that is not going to save him. Uh, the old man cannot be saved. He can simply be killed. And we start that mortification of the flesh. In fact, I think it's interesting. I think I think the newer English translations do say something like kill or put to death. Put to or death. Something. Think, yeah. Put to death. You're yeah. right. That is the phrase. And that's probably not a bad phrase because mm-hmm. that, that's the thought, people. Anybody out there that thinks you're going to be a better Christian because you try harder this Christmas, how sad you will be. Because you will not do it. You just cannot accomplish it. We cannot do anything except uh, put that old man under the discipline of the Lord. Uh, Yes, all these worldly rules and regulations. Uh, But on the other hand, we don't need to do that. Uh, I I mean, yeah, we don't need to do that to be saved. That's what I was going to say, because we have that. That's what Christmas is all about, isn't it, Matt? That a Savior has been born to us. Uh, And you know what occurred to me? We maybe don't necessarily need to have plans, but but God certainly had a plan when he sent this this child into that manger. And and again, Matt, could you think of a Bible passage just off the top of your head that might describe what plans God has? Well, one that that comes to mind would be... uh... Old uh, Testament, uh, yeah, a prophet, I, I, perhaps. Uh, yeah. How about Jeremiah? Oh, does Jeremiah talk about yeah, God's plans? Yeah. How about he? Jeremiah 29? What, what? Really? Okay. Let's give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. For I know the plans, there it is. Yeah. I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare, not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will restore your fortunes and gather you from all the nations and all the places I have driven you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back to the place from which I sent you into exile. So, yeah, God has his plans, and that's what Christmas is all about, this plan to bring us salvation, free gift, compassion and mercy, forgiveness of sins. I I hope and pray everybody takes opportunity to take advantage of the plans that God has given for us, that you take opportunity to hear his word, to to take the Lord's Supper, to just rejoice in the fact that, yeah, a Savior has been born unto you. Uh, And then go make your worldly plans. We we need them, like Mm -hmm. you said, because we live in a sinful world. If you don't order your animals or you're not going to have any animals, uh, but please don't put your joy and your happiness and your peace uh, on the success or lack of success in your plans. In fact, I would invite you to just live life knowing God loves you and God forgives you and nothing in this world is going to change it. And then look at the people around you and just see all the beautiful opportunities you have uh, to do that. And may your planning then be dictated by that, by the ways that you can love and care for your family and, and, and everyone that's there. And I think we'll have a more joyful Christmas, don't you, Matt? Yeah. If we just do that. Definitely. Um, yeah, because things aren't going to go as planned. No, they're not. No. They're not. And again, I think uh, there's peace in that. There's peace yeah. in that. No, God. God's in control. It's okay to plan. Good to plan. Salutary to plan. Uh, but 
yeah, our, our planning, like you said, that's that's not where our hope lies. And then so you can kind of laugh at things when your plans don't go the way you want. And then you can say, okay, so this didn't work out, but who out there is that I can love and care for? Because I know this for sure. No matter what happens, God loves and cares for me in Jesus Christ. Well, Matt, thank you. What are we going to do next week? Because I left that to you, and you well, weren't sure. Do you well, apparently we're talking about donkeys a whole lot. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so come on back next week, listeners. And uh, we'll, we'll do some donkey talk. Uh, okay. Listen to John's idea, and then, uh, then, then we'll see. See what happens. We'll see what okay. happens. Because we're not it's planning. It's going to be good, though. We're, we're not, not planning. planning. My plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. God bless you. This has been Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the Basics. basics.